I have to put in my contacts before I can see anything to read the summary. So you have to give me half a minute. You're putting in contacts? I'm doing makeup. <laughs> I, All right. I am multitasking. You're, you're multitasking today. I hope, actually, I really hope this doesn't make any weird sounds. <laughs> so they, at least they don't hurt. And I won't wear them for a really long time this time. When I get home, I'll just take them out. Mm-hmm. I've got a hot date with my aunt. <laughs> Um, you, you gonna say it like that? I am. That's that how you like would the say kind it. Of thing I would say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody! Scary godmother is raised type. Don't say that. <laughs> I have to say that. It's the truth. <laughs> Just because she's the hot aunt type. <laughs> Just because she's a milf, you don't have to say that. <laughs> I need to shave my eyebrows. Gross. I'm one of I'm one of those people that shaved their eyebrows during the pandemic. They have tiny eyebrows now. I have tiny eyebrows. My girlfriend has like the little slits in their eyebrows, and it's good. We went both ways, both extremes. That's so cute. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Just like you. Just like you. You just like me. You just like me. It's something anyone can see. A heart that beats, a voice that speaks the truth. Yes, I am a girl like you. Anyways, let's talk about some Barbie. I'm done doing base stuff. Mm-hmm. There's there's a process to makeup, and I am learning it slowly. I I still don't understand it. It's witchcraft. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so this week. We watched The Barbie Diaries, and we actually watched it with Ray's sister, who was going to record with us, but then she had to leave, so... I miss her already. I also miss her. She is the funniest person I know, <laughs> mostly just because she roasts you at the best times and the worst times. you just not even expecting it. You're all like, oh yeah, there's a speakeasy in town, in this tiny town in which I live, and she's all like, well, how could can it be if you know about it? <laughs> And I'm like, ouch, Charlotte. That's, oh. It's smart, don't it? <laughs> so, uh, Ray and I are going to live together soon. I'm buying a house. It's a thing that's happening. So we are actually physically in the same room as we record this, which is kind of exciting. We're not looking at each other, though, because our mics are facing different directions. Yeah. I, well, they're facing the same direction, actually. I'm looking at your back. Uh-huh. I could look away from you. Maybe that'd be better. <laughs> It's somehow much more awkward than we what we usually do. Yeah, instead of doing it over Discord. And... Anyways. But so... we might talk over each other less. Maybe not, though, because I just did it. I literally just cut you <laughs> off, so. It's fine. I can record it so you never spoke at all. I can edit you out. It's only me now. Welcome nice. to Ted's podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Ted Time, Ted Talks. Yeah, I do Ted Talks, and I make you listen to me talk about my various special interests such as um x-men and how bnha is just a revamp of x-men and that's why i'm so into it because i was really in x-men as a child i was all like why am i really into this shonen anime right now usually i'm into things that aren't popular this is kind of exciting and i'm like oh it's just x-men 2.0 you ain't wrong i'm right (laughs) (laughs) thanks um, so yeah, I really wish Charlotte was here because she is younger than us and she went to high school most recently. It's been a hot minute mm. since I went to any sort of school. Yeah, Charlotte actually knows gossip and things. Like, yeah. she'd be good at this. 
We need to have her on an episode soon. Yes, we will. We promise. We'll do like some fun little crossovers with the people in our lives and you guys will be forced to love them as we do. Mm-hmm. It's not even like like when you have other podcasters on your thing or whatever. Like they're not a special guest for you. It's like lore. It's a special of guest us. for us. Yeah. It's a, you're slowly unlocking our background, our backstory. So, The Barbie Diaries. The Barbie Diaries. This one used to be my favorite Barbie movie. It did. I had a phase. I remember that. Yeah. It was good. I respect that phase. The music slaps. The music is actually very good and also they're a band so they have like I was talking about the background music. The background music is fun, but also mm-hmm. the original songs in this movie are really cute and fun, and it gives me um, Lindsay Lohan uh, Freaky Friday vibes. Exactly. The whole movie yeah. does. I think That's it came out about like the same time. Early 2000s girl garage band. Like, Ooh, that's such a good aesthetic. It really is. So, so. let's get into it. Uh, let's get into Sky it. Sky Sweetenham is the woman who is singing Barbie's singing voice and she doesn't sound anything like Kelly Sheridan. <laughs> well, Kelly Sheridan has I don't think she does her own singing. I think she mm. usually has another girl do her singing right. like in Princess and the Popper. But they just didn't have that lady come back for this. Right. They needed someone punk for this. And so we have Sky Sweetenham who has a couple of albums out that are like pop punk or alternative and yeah. right now She's the lead singer of the band uh, Sumo Psycho, spelled C-Y-C-O. And she's going, the name, her stage name is Seaver. That's cool. Why is she so cool? Why is she Barbie? But uh, yeah, she's a Canadian singer-songwriter and she's super punk. And that's why she's in this movie. You ever forget that Barbie's Canadian? Barbie, Barbie just is Canadian. Barbie lives in Canada. Yeah, it's canon. (laughs) <laughs> um so i want to talk about the animation because the art style changes drastically in this movie yes. and they have a weird hair animation that's like it's separate from their base models or something and all of the strands move slightly individually so i think if i knew the more technology. about like rigging and uh models and stuff i could tell you about it i have a friend that does that i'll hit them up someday but um it's just interesting because the model moves and then the hair kind of falls around them. And I don't know that they animated the hair separately. I think it has a program that does that. Mm-hmm. I'm not positive, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's funky. So the film is produced by Curious Pictures. It's a totally different animation studio. Oh. This is actually an American animation studio instead of uh, the Canadian studio Rainmaker also known as Mainframe Studios, also known as Mainframe Entertainment, depending on what time period you're talking about them in. But they make all the other Barbie movies, as far as I know. So so they just moved to a different studio for this one? I don't know why. So Barbie is American specifically in this movie. Barbie is only American in this movie. In every okay. other Barbie movie, Barbie is Canadian. So in the Barbie Cinematic Universe... And she universe... lives with Philomena. Yeah. Yeah! Mina, you live with... Every other Barbie, we get this Barbie. We get teenage Barbie. Um, <laughs> this Barbie specifically looks like a teenager, and so do her friends, which is kind of fun. Um, she does. I feel like Kelly Sheridan doesn't quite sound like a teenager, though. She has a very specific, like, kind of mom, older sister voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which works really well for the w- movies when she's telling a little story. Uh, right. It's perfect. But, like, 
every once in a while, I've never had this feeling like as a kid, but watching this movie this time, I was like, her vibes are so weird among these people who actually feel like teens. Yeah. The, her guy friend. So, oh, he says some lines. He does. He says some words. and I'm like, oh, buddy. Kevin, I love you, oh, but. Kevin. So is, okay. So is the popular kid Ken and she doesn't even end up with Ken? The popular kid's name is Todd, but he is Ken adjacent. Kevin yeah. is not Ken adjacent. No. She and Kevin aren't going to make it because she's going to meet her dream boy. Whose name is Ken in college. <laughs> and then she's going to dump her high school sweetheart. Okay, but they're so cute together. They he are. He likes her so much. I'm going to talk about this for the whole movie because there will be specific times when I'm going to be like, the repression. <laughs> <laughs> I... They have movie nights and they're working their way through the alphabet. So they find a movie that starts with the letter A and then they also eat food that starts with the letter A. He brings the movie and she makes the snacks. So they're all, she's like, we're eating avocado and apples or something. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that sort of thing. It's very fun. At the very end of the movie, they're on Z and it's a rough time for them. <laughs> so the movie starts out and they're at band practice. Well, practice, quote-unquote, as yeah. Kevin will say. Yeah, they're actually just sitting on the couch all talking with their instruments five feet away, which is how you practice instruments. You're like, I'm going to play the ukulele today <laughs> and be a cool, productive person. And then you sit with the ukulele on your lap as you scroll on your laptop. So the credits are actually like a music video slash idealized imagining of what being a real band would be like yeah so everything is tinted pink very specifically which you will notice throughout the rest of the movie when she does her weird uh daydream thing where she just teleports to a different world for a couple of minutes <laughs> it's always tinted pink when it's good i oh you're right yeah so i feel like this is related to that the credits okay. are like an idealized version of you know, being yeah. in a band and there's like people taking photos and they're like jumping around. Our our director was Eric Fogel again. He directed the Mycene films, which I feel is relevant to this movie. Oh, it's very relevant. Did anyone else besides me watch the Polly Pocket movie? <laughs> Specifically, I only saw one. I don't know if there's more. I owned it on DVD. It must have come with like a playset or something when I was small. I have not seen the Polly Pocket film. I probably still own it. I'll find it. Heck yeah. Sounds delightful. Um, special mini episode. We watched this 45 minute Polly Pocket movie. <laughs> so they're like, quote unquote, band practicing and their friend Kevin shows up and he's all like, what are you all doing? And they're like, we're practicing for band. And he's like, I see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's basically, it's the last day before some before summer ends it's the last day before school starts for the new year and he's all like aren't you ready to go and they're like oh crap we didn't realize how late it had gotten and i guess every year they must watch the sun go down before school starts and they make a wish on it yeah it's like their little that thing sunsets there's really such fast. a good little like clearly she and kevin are more friends than he's friends with her other friends but yeah. like still they are a squad they Iconic. are and it's very nice so her friends are Tia and Courtney, which, do you know, like, their actual doll names? Because oh. they sh show up again. Doll names? Well, like, uh, her name is Barbie in this. Mm-hmm. 
Raquel is here, but she's not blonde, and it's weird to me. Yeah, she's not actual Raquel. She's mean teen Raquel. Not yeah. that Raquel isn't normally mean. Or, I mean, this Raquel is blonde instead of being having black hair. Right. And I don't like it. She's not my Raquel. No. She's not the Raquel Barbie I love. Dreamhouse I cherish. Is so good. <laughs> An utter icon. So they go and they sit and they watch the sunset, and it's very nice, and they all make wishes. Um, Courtney wants to improve her drumming, and Tia wants to be the class president. And they're like, what? When, where did this come from? No, they know that Tia wants to be class president. They don't know that Barbie wants to be Oh, you're right, you're anger. right. Kevin won't say his wish out loud because his wish is to uh, smooch Barbie on her little face. <laughs> and he's like, you can't say it out loud. It won't come true. And they're like... We just said them, and he's like, yeah, could have been a great year for you guys. <laughs> I love him. He has some really good one-liners. So Barbie's wish is to be the anchor for the school news channel. And they're like, what? But really? she's like, yeah, uh, when I was at the station last year, I thought, you know, I could really do this. <laughs> yeah, but, she just um, really liked it, she decided. I wanted to point out that I thought that that exposition there was really smooth. Like, I want to talk about the writing in this movie. Okay. I feel like they have really good teen writing in a lot they, of this film. Okay, some of it's really cringy, but a lot of the dialogue right. I really like. It only gets cringy when it's, like, clearly being more friendly to little kids than to teens. Yeah. Like, when they're trying to make it be a Barbie movie instead of a teen movie. Yeah. But they have some really good exposition dialogue in this that like fits in well and feels natural they have some really good banter oh my gosh we skipped um my favorite part did we is uh okay tia and courtney can i talk about tia and courtney and how Please much i love them tia and courtney courtney's voiced by sarah edmondson who has been in max steel and she was Lori in transformers cybertron okay. so i don't really know her but but she was there yeah, she's been in some things. Tia is Venus Terzo, who is Lila the Unicorn and my girl crush Azura. Oh, um, okay. love Love that woman. Love that woman. She's got a good voice. Anyways, um, um, Tia and Courtney have all the best banter in this movie. I have, I have transcribed down here when they're going out to the car to drive out to see the sunset, uh, Tia says shotgun, and Courtney's like, you can't call shotgun until you see the car. And then they walk like two steps, and Courtney's like, shotgun, and Tia says, you're driving. And Courtney's like, I know, I just wanted to win. And <laughs> I love them so much. Okay, if I ship anyone in this movie... It's those two? Yes. They're in love. As is only right. They're very cute. They're like really good friends. Well, Barbie's off doing her weird thing, and well, Kevin's pining like a weirdo. They're just vibing. They are. They vibe. So then they talk about how they're prepared for the school year. And <laughs> and Tia tells us that she numbers her genes, which will be very important. It's very relevant later in the movie. It's an extremely important plot point that Tia numbers her genes. No one knows what that means, but she numbers them. They are numbered. No, we know what it means. I mean, I guess. I just, when I was a kid, I did not know what she was talking about. And I guess I get it now, but I also definitely don't. No, she explains it. I mean, she's all like, it's so I don't rewear the same jeans. And I'm like, you don't rewear the same jeans two days in a row? I wear one pair of jeans for a month. Is that because I have depression? <laughs> Are we just gross? Is our entire family like weird and gross it, that we wear the jeans 
multiple times before they get washed. Okay. Jeans are good for multiple days. They're well, jeans. Okay, specifically women's jeans suck. Okay, um, yes. But there's a guy at my mom's work that believes jeans should never be washed, which is an actual thing. Uh, you're supposed to, like, put them in the freezer once a month or something. So I'm a lot more gross probably than I used to be, like, in high school and stuff. <laughs> I used to wear, like, the same pair of jeans, like, three days in a row or something. Or I'd wear two pairs of jeans in one week and I'd alternate every other day. Yeah, if that they're makes jeans. Sense. No one notices and they don't... You're not supposed to wash jeans that often. It's no. bad for them. Yeah. Like, every other clothes I will wash every time I wear them. But, but they're jeans. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we have weird beliefs about jeans. Who gave us these beliefs about jeans? <laughs> oh, and, and we also learned that Kevin spent his summer making short films about school supplies. Yes, he's into short... So we learn that, uh, you know, T is really into leadership and Kevin is into short films and Courtney is into drumming. To do drumming. She just loves drumming so much and I she's so valid. She said that she practiced her whole summer throwing her drumstick in the air and catching it and she's really bad at it. She's awful at I'm it. sad for but her. She probably said that in the same way that I'm all like, oh yeah, I practiced accordion today and I play like a really bad job of the Daisy song and then I stop. <laughs> so uh, you know, then they go home. I don't know. Is there anything else important? I think that th we just go to school. Yeah, so they're driving and... Uh, we get some establishing shots of this school. Um, some Does kids... Courtney drive every time? Yeah, Cor okay. it's Courtney's car. She always always driving. Okay. But some kid skateboards by another guy and he sticks a piece of paper to his back. And everyone laughs at him. But they can't have it say kick me or anything because... Oh! <laughs> so it's just got like a weird drawing of a smiley face on it. It's so weird. I didn't get that. <laughs> I just... It just stands out to me very specifically as this being a Barbie movie. Why did he do that? He's just an edgy boy who skates by people and puts smiley faces on their back. He does it because they're his friends. He loves them. Yes. Clearly, it's it's just banter. This is... <laughs> There's some weird People stuff. are very mean in this school, but for some reason, it doesn't seem as mean as your typical teen movie, even though they kind of are. But it's like everything feels like toned down and yeah, more friendly. Kind of partly underwater. because it's a Barbie movie and partly because... The models of the other students don't have enough detail to actually look mean. Yeah. They can't make as many facial expressions. Yeah, they really do not. Like, the main three mean girls, which is Raquel and her two lackeys, Todd, who Barbie is in love with, Kevin, and then Barbie's friends. Yeah, those are the only characters. Okay, she has, like, a teacher, but he also doesn't have, like, a very good model, you he know? He has an awful model. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a fan so they're driving and they're like, look, our luck's turning around. It's a good parking spot. Uh, but then. <laughs> but then a car like swerves in front of them. And I'm like, this is why teenagers get into car accidents. <laughs> it's because they're busy being mean jerks. Did anyone ever see a uh, Cinderella story with the blonde girl? Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Ashley Tisdale. I don't know. She's never been in a Cinderella She's never. movie. I don't know. Okay, I love Cinderella story movies. That's a fact about me as a person. Yeah. It's because I love Cinderella-esque based stories, and I love uh, Cyrano de Bergiac based stories, and when it's like kind of Cyrano de Bergiac and Cinderella, <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, this is, this is it. 
this is the best cinematic piece of thing I've ever seen. Anyways, it's the same scene. A car, like, swerves in front of them and takes their parking place, and it's the mean kids. The mean popular kids. And they're like, oh, well, we actually did you a favor because now nobody has to see that piece of junk car. And I'm like, Jesus, kid. <laughs> so the mean girls are the leader, Raquel. Um, she's blonde, and she's not my girl, and yeah. I don't love her. Oh, let's talk about, sorry, Courtney and Tia. Courtney is very much Asian. I, they don't, like, specify what nationality she is. And Tia is black. And I don't know, they always have, like, Barbie's side leads as being other races. Not always. Like, I'm thinking this is the first time we've had yeah, people of color being time. main characters. Like, which is, you know, pretty big. Yeah. It's good um, to see. Like, uh, Barbie's always white. And I... I think they'll always do that, obviously. You know, that is a thought. Not yeah. all Barbies are white. She wouldn't have to be. They really could well, just... Well, Barbie is a character. Like, she, they're, she's yeah. marketed. Her name is Barbie. The other dolls have different names. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Right, L but... Not like, a Skipper doll usually like has... Like, they'll come out with variations on the same doll. Like, the Christmas That's doll. That's true. You know what I mean? They'll have different races. Yeah. I'm saying, alternate universe Barbie would not have to be white. Yeah, you're right. But I think people would riot in the same way that Santa Claus and Jesus can't be black. Okay, but... <laughs> but Jesus isn't white. <sighs> Just saying. He ain't. Fellas, he's from the Middle East. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no way. Some also, Thomas just Nass just, like, confused. made Santa Claus for, like, the corporation America, so he can be whatever color you want him to be because you're still selling him. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we could talk about Thomas Nast, or we can go back to talking about Barbie. So, uh, Raquel steers, steals their parking place, and it's uh, a joke. Raquel is voiced by our girl Chiarazani. Yes! Heck, yeah. Um, Reagan is, oh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Marik? Marik? Hendrixy. Hendrix? Anyways, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I should have looked that up. Um, it's M-A-R-Y-K-E and then H-E-N-D-R-I-K-S-E. I have no idea how you pronounce so, that. Sorry. Yeah. This is her first Barbie movie, but she's going to be in a bunch more. Oh, so okay. we'll see her again. That's um, really exciting. She's also one of the sisters in Johnny Test, which I thought was relevant. Oh, that um, is very relevant. Thank you. <laughs> and Dawn is voiced by Anna Coomer who uh, does voice acting, live action, and theater roles. And she has been Strawberry Shortcake before. I love her. <laughs> oh, and... Uh, oh, did I not put in Todd's voice actor? Oh, no, Todd. What a fool I am. Let me, let me look up Todd real quick. Andrew Francis. What'd he do? He has appeared in Kyle XY. Kyle XY? Do y'all remember Kyle XY? That was a staple part of my childhood. I never watched it. But, but sometimes you just think about Kyle X Y. You do. It's if, true. If you were alive when Kyle X Y was coming out, sometimes you're just like, remember Kyle X Y? Yeah. So my dad had a surgery years ago, and he doesn't have a belly button anymore, so he has like a surgery line right there. And I'm like, oh, you're Kyle X Y. <laughs> because Kyle X Y doesn't have a belly button because he's an alien. Oh, he's also shining armor in My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. Oh, it's because everyone's in My Little Pony. They sure are. What? 
He's Max Steel. He is Max Steel. The That's Max. Steel. That is the Max Steel, as far as I can tell. Yeah. I still don't really know who Max Steel is, but that's impressive. Right? Um, oh, he's going to be in a couple other Barbie movies also. And this I'm is just Todd, like looking right? through his wiki. Yes, Todd. Okay, Ugh. that's all. <laughs> Back to the notes. So they go to school, and uh, Todd walks in. Todd is the hottest and most popular guy in school, and when he shows up, uh, he Everything gets slow-mo, and he high-fives some guy in slow-mo, and it looks so dumb. And he knows Barbie's name, because they, you know, he's a nice dude, and they go to class together. Yeah, it seems like this school isn't that big. Maybe that's just because they couldn't model that many people. But, like, um, it seems like everybody kind of knows each other. of the Buffy school, if you ever watched the Buffy show. Mm. I you didn't, know. but... Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. There's, like, weird arches where the lockers are. They're, like, underneath an awning. They must have really good drainage. I guess. They don't because get flooded rains, into their lockers. Like, not like, splash up? <laughs> I, I don't know. Do they live in, like, California? Because there's a beach. Yeah, perhaps. Barbie usually... Malibu Barbie. They live in Malibu. Is that a place? So, uh, Courtney Cinema sends Barbie and is like, what do you mean you have a crush on the hottest guy in school? That's cliche, and I think you're better than that. And Tia's like, he's the hottest guy in school, and you don't want her to have a crush on him because of that? That's reductive. Yeah. I love them so much. Um, <laughs> um, so she gets super distracted by hot Todd. And then uh, Todd walks by, and then he meets his girlfriend, Raquel. Raquel. And then they walk out onto the lawn, which, which is apparently is... only for cool kids. And like, you can't gatekeep a lawn. You it's just the courtyard will. in the middle of all the lockers. That's what Everyone the would naturally does. walk across it when trying to get to places. You can't gatekeep a lawn. But also, Tia's like, when I'm class president, I'm gonna ban click hangouts. And it's like, you definitely wouldn't have the power to do that. Also. Okay, my thoughts this entire movie is that the teachers, like, know about the weird bullying and the weird clicks, and they're just like, that's so interesting, let's run a story on it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> teachers are all, like, anti-bullying and anti-clicks. Nobody is more anti-clicks than teachers, and nobody is more, like, in denial about these things from happening than teachers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, if they know that it's happening, they're going to ignore it with every fiber of their being so they don't have to do anything about it. But no, on the news channel, they keep running stories about who's in, who's out, who's hot, who's not. And I'm like, you, no. You can't do, the school news is for announcements. It's for announcements. I've been in the school news. You You're make legally not allowed to say anything besides the announcements and watch for lunch, which is the only announcement anyone cares about. I remember, actually, it was when I was a freshman and my sister was a senior, and they, you know, they would talk about, oh, hold up. Oh, ye. We got noises. I have a clock that sings every hour. Bro, I'm really worried that I'm peaking my audio. I think it's too loud. Ah! Stop that. Okay. Okay, what was I talking about? Oh, man, I don't even know. Oh, school announcements. So, there was, you know, when... It was senior year time, and they're all like, our senior song. They're like, please vote. Do not let our senior song be the Pokemon theme song. And I was like, why not? That would be so cool. It wasn't. You know, like, I want to be the very best. 
that no one ever was. That'd be exactly. such a good senior song. It's good. It's a good graduation song. They should have left. Can you imagine how pumped you would be after they played the Pokemon theme song for I you? know. It's because they were cowards, so they couldn't handle it. I'm ashamed of them. You should be. So anyways, I don't understand how their school newspaper works. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Oh, uh, Barbie has one of her dream sequences here. Everything's pink and she just walks out onto a lawn and everyone loves her. And then she gets like snapped out of it uh, because she says something. Raquel says something mean about Barbie having a crush on her boyfriend, which is actually true. Like she's valid there. Yeah. She's like, girl, that's my boyfriend. Hey, Todd, I'll fight him. <laughs> okay. What a loser. As we get into t- some Todd moments, we-, we need to have a debate, I feel like, about whether or not Todd is actively malicious or just really, really stupid. I think he's really stupid, but- and also I, I have think he I have some counter arguments about Todd perhaps consciously doing some really nasty things to Barbie. <laughs> Yeah, he also definitely uses her to get his girlfriend jealous. Okay, that's what I wanted to talk about. We'll get there. Okay. So anyways, Raquel teases Barbie for watching Todd. And And Barbie's friends are like, I can't believe you used to be friends with her. And she's like, yes, in the fifth grade. A very teen movie thing, but also never relevant to this film. No, they never bring it up again. Yeah, I think that they just did that maybe because it gives them like a little bit more tension when there's history there specifically, but also it it really doesn't come up. It was totally unnecessary. (laughs) So she goes to talk to Mr. Wexler because she wants to be a news anchor this year and because there's the auditions. But when she gets there, Raquel Raquel is already auditioning and he's all like, perfect. What did you want to talk to me about, Barbie? (laughs) And And yeah. Oh, and then he's like, oh, I'm glad you're here, actually, because we could really use you in this station. Raquel needs an assistant. (laughs) You could do all the things an anchor does except be on air. (laughs) And she's like, okay. Yeah, you can do research and all of these this other work that you know Raquel is going to make you do and then pass off for herself because that's how children work. So this movie does a really interesting thing. Like, we never see her say yes to this proposition, but we see her talking to her friends about having said yes. They do a lot of little cuts like that where they'll imply that a conversation yeah. is happening. They're like, he's like, do you want to do this? And then it cuts and they're like, you said yes? Right. And I think it's cute and I like it. It feels very snappy and teen movie-ish. And yeah. also it gives Courtney and Tia more screen time. Yes. <laughs> and I love them. <laughs> you know, the reaction is really what's important there because we already know what's happening in the conversation. I don't know. Mm. I feel like it's just a really interesting editing technique and I like it. It's it's really fun, actually. I like when people do that in media. Yeah. Um. So next important thing is that Kevin is a little creep and was videotaping cheerleader practice, which uh, mm-hmm. allows him to get a great shot of Raquel and Todd breaking up. Yeah. Which Barbie is ecstatic about because, you know, she's... Can I... Can I say... Yeah. I don't really like Barbie that much in this movie. No, she... Well, it's a teen movie, so she has to make bad decisions and she has to kind of push her friends away before she can figure out what's right in the world, what's right, and then she becomes a better person. She fixes all of her mistakes magically at the end and nobody's mad at her. And I'm like, you screwed a lot of people over. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I would be that forgiving. The consequences in this movie go away very easily. But also, I just feel like... Like, out of two teen movie protagonists, I have a lot of issues with her because she's just, 
very flat. She's very self-centered. Like yeah, it's she's like kind she of doesn't a jerk. Yeah. It's not like she's mean to her friends. She just doesn't consider them at all. I don't know. Yeah. It's really weird. Also the main plot, her and Todd and her documentary thing, it's real nasty. Like Yeah. The- Do you remember uh Read It and Weep? I can't watch Read It and Weep because that movie made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I've only seen it once because it was really uncomfortable, so I don't but remember. But it reminds me a lot of that, kind of, you know. So then Barbie goes back to her locker, and who is there but Todd, who's sitting in front of it all mopey and stuff. And uh, she enters a pink dreamscape and she, in which she comforts him and asks him to hang out. And he's like, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> but uh, then instead she just asks him to move and then drops a book on his face. Maybe it was all payback for that. <laughs> he actually was super pissed off. Because he like, you know he's like, because she's like, you got to get your nose out of those books and live a little. And he's like, aha, Barbie, you're so funny. You're the first person to make me smile all day. But maybe he really is just seething inside. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> I'm going to get this girl. I cannot believe she did that to me. Todrick. <laughs> Todrick? <laughs> <laughs> it could be a name. Maybe is a name. Oh, so they end up hanging out and they're sitting on the bleachers. And uh, God, Todd sucks. He's like, if I let a girl, quote unquote, walk all over me, it'll ruin my image. And then I'll be worse at football or something. Yeah, he's like really into his whole Because Raquel broke up with him very specifically. Yeah. Because... He was like, we don't have to spend every second together. And she's like, there are millions of guys who would love to spend every second with me. And then that's how they break up. So he's like, gosh, these girls be walking all over me. Can't have that. And Barbie says the worst line in the entire film, which is, my grandmother used to say, what other people think of you is none of your business. And Todd's like, your grandmother sounds like a cool lady. <laughs> and I, <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> because it, it barely has anything to do with what he was saying. And also what he was saying sucks. And it's just not a good response to anything. Really and they just suck. I, I hate it. them. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm getting too excited. I'm peeking the audio again. It's okay. So um, Kevin is filming Tia's president campaign. And Todd drives Barbie home, and her friends are all like, "You, she drove. He drove you home. You are so in." And she's like, "Oh, it's not like that." <laughs> um, and then her and Kevin are having one of their movie nights. They're on ninjas or something. It's end. It's N. So they're watching Night of the Ninjas, and they are eating nachos and Napoleons. I don't know what Napoleons are, but they appear to be some kind of pastry. No, it's like a Napoleon ice cream sandwich. Oh, I think. No, no, no. That's Neapolitan. Na- the Napoleons have a very specific kind of layering. Napoleon snack. <laughs> oh, you're right. It's like a little cake. Yeah. Okay. All of Kevin's lines, he is so in love with her, but he's so good at masking it. I love him, actually, because he's like, he's uh, supportive he's of her. Yeah. She's like, wow. Why would Todd want to date me? And he's like, why wouldn't he want to date you? You're smart and funny and cool. And ah. yeah, he's I really like Kevin, actually, this whole movie. I'm like, oh, dude. And he also uh, tells her that she should ask if she can co-anchor because he's like, you deserve to be anchor. You should talk to the guy again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just ask. 
Yeah, he supports her. He just wants her to live her dreams. And, ah. Um, also, he does this little thing where he's like, where she'll say something about him and he'll be like, yeah, it's one of the things you love about me. And, okay, I'm just gonna say, it's because he wants to hear her agree because he wants to imagine just for a moment that she loves him. And that mm. gets me... <laughs> That gets you specifically. Yeah. He's very The repression. Sweet. I love him. The pining. It's it's my ideal relationship dynamic. So Ray reads like, you know, soft little slow burns. I just read hurt no comfort. <laughs> Which is the only way you should do it. What's the point if it's hurt no comfort? I don't understand. Well, there's like 1% comfort. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 And it comes in the middle, and it gives you hope for more comfort, and then it doesn't come. <laughs> Why do you do this to yourself? It's because I'm a sponge, and I want to feel something real. <laughs> <laughs> so, she asks Mr. Rexler if she could be the co-anchor, but he's all like, well, you'd have to have like a really good story to convince me. Right. He says Raquel already has a co-anchor, but if you had your own story, i consider letting you anchor it. Yeah. And then Todd comes to see Barbie. In so so Raquel has Barbie doing inane things as her assistant. She's sitting. She's like in her little Would chair. Would you go get me? She's like, I'm really thirsty. And Barbie's like, their water machine is right there. And she's like, You're right. Thanks, Barbie. <laughs> um. So she goes to get Raquel a water, and Todd comes in. Remember, Raquel is sitting right there, and He's she's like, this. I don't want to see him. T tell Todd that I don't want to see him. And Barbie's like, her majesty doesn't want to talk to you. And, and he's, he's like, like, well, that's fine, because I'm here to see you. And he asks Barbie to the fall formal dance directly in front of his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, this is a move to get his ex-girlfriend back. Is he just extremely stupid, though? because he sometimes seems to just not read situations at all That's like true. i think that he might just be really self-centered and uh doesn't consider anything about other people's feelings kind of like barbie but um <laughs> that's why they're perfect for each other <laughs> but also it's very specifically in front of his girlfriend okay and also um so he and barbie start hanging out yeah and like, she goes to football practice, and at football practice, Raquel is also there. Well, he specifically, like, invites her to football practice. Yes, and they change for it. She brings her friends. They're all wearing little football practice outfits. And uh, Courtney is, Tia is watching with Barbie, but Courtney's just, like, laying on the bleachers because she cannot be bothered to care at all, and I love her. <laughs> Courtney's so too good. punk for this. Like, yeah. Tia is always wearing skirts. What, speaking of which... I never once in this movie see Tia wear jeans, but... <laughs> so why did she bother numbering them? Why did you number your jeans if you don't wear jeans, Tia? Anyways, Tia's very prim and very pretty, and she's always wearing skirts, and Courtney's more punk. She's got black hair, and she's got, like, streaks in it. Mm -hmm. Love that for her. She's so cute. They're, they're perfect for each other. But anyways, moving on. Well, it's um, the... Uh... It's a whole dynamic. It's the punk GF with the prim proper class president GF. Yeah. It's a dynamic. It sure is. Gosh. I'm going to cut this out, but it's the same dynamic as Jiro and Yao Momo in <gasps> Boku no Hero. God, you're so right. It's oh a my thing. God. 
like you see it frequently like they keep using that same dynamic in different barbie movies too mm-hmm. like she has these same two types of friends in different movies it's true too. and uh... they're just good foils for each other as a thing yeah. yeah one of them calms the other down and the other one is like hey li- live a little we gotta have fun ah, yeah. ah they're perfect they're girlfriends okay <laughs> <laughs> so they're at football practice. Raquel is also at football practice. And Raquel notices Barbie waving to Todd. And then she flirts with, with some another kid. yeah random football boy. And Todd very specifically notices this. Okay, so then we cut scenes. And we're still having a Barbie and Todd hanging montage. And okay. they're like walking through the halls and talking about football. Barbie, okay, I, I didn't know any of her dialogue here until I looked at I watched it with subtitles. Yeah. And she's like talking about, she's like, wow, so much stuff goes into football and you're doing such a good job. And I don't really know anything about it, but I'm going to watch it this year. And I'm like, Aww. you're such a supportive and good person. Like, she's actually, trying I to love be Barbie into the things he's into. Yeah. She's just, she would be a great girlfriend. Yeah. Like, gosh. But anyways, so Barbie and Todd walk right past Raquel. She specifically notices them. And I think Todd notices her. And then he and Barbie start holding hands while Raquel is watching them. I've never really noticed that before, but it's very specifically right then. Right when they walk past Raquel. Like, I think this is a nasty boy. I think he's doing, he has to be doing this on purpose. I don't trust this lad. Yeah. You just can't. Nope. He's, he's popular and misogynistic. And so now he's canceled. Also, I'm a slut for the, uh, friends to lovers trope specifically Mm. childhood friends to lovers like in dating sims i always go for my childhood friend because i feel bad i'm like but yeah he's loved me this whole time they have so much emotional investment and i just had to come to terms with my emotions (laughs) i don't want to go for the mean guy he's mean (laughs) but i do want to go for the standoffish boy who actually is a little autistic the, the standoffish one who you have to work to gain his affection. Yeah. Yeah. He's soft, just like Barrett. Garrett? Barrett. Barrett. Yeah. Barrett's, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about Rune Factory too and yeah. how, what's, what's Elf Boy's name? I can't think um, of it. My name was Levin in that game. <laughs> if I was a girl, I would have married Elf Boy. He's my best friend. Jake. What? Jake. His That's name his is, name. Are you sure? Yeah. Right? Anyways, Rune Factory 2. Ted likes Jake and I like Barrett and I we can't marry them we can't marry them Barrett is in two Rune Factory games and I'm not allowed to marry him in any of them I'm so upset he's so beautiful in the second game he's in he's older and he has a braid Uh, Uh oh you're right his name is Jake I just didn't want it to be so I'm literally in love with Barrett is in love with Cecilia so I couldn't marry Cecilia because Jake loves her. Mm, but Jake yeah. is a half-elf and he's really insecure about it because he hates humans because humans have had like a really bad rep about like being mean to elves and stuff. But anyways, Barrett's hot and Jake is hot and Barrett was my friend. He was just like kind of spacey actually. Jake was actively mean. Yeah. But just because he was racist. <laughs> so enough about all that. That was a Okay, where were we? <laughs> Okay, okay. I have my Yeah, Todd is paying notes. more attention have... to Barbie and it really annoys Raquel. Um, but so she's gonna go to the fall formal with him. Right. Which so is the next place we probably go probably homecoming and nobody cares about homecoming. <laughs> so they go to the mall and she's with Tia and Courtney and they're looking for dresses. 
Tia and Courtney are so sweet. Yeah. And Raquel is there and they like kind of spy on her and they're like, oh, whatever. It doesn't right. matter. Barbie kind of wants to leave, but her friends are like, um, you're hot. You're going to the thing with Todd. Yeah. And she's not. And so you don't have to worry about her. Just ignore her. And Barbie's like, okay. So she's all like, I have, I want a specific type of dress. And she like lists the characteristics and she does not get a dress that looks like that at all. Right. She says it needs to be strapless, which is the big thing that yeah. her like dress does It's like kind of have. red, I guess. It's a red dress. It's all reds. I guess. <laughs> and it, it's like like uh, a two finger with spaghetti strap sort of thing. So I, maybe that's strapless in her head. Mm. Your shoulders are showing. There aren't sleeves. It's sleeveless. It's not strapless. <laughs> it's not strapless. So they get their dresses and they or her dress and then they go up to the counter and she gets a phone call and she's like, oh, hi, Todd. Yeah, it's so funny. I just picked out my dress and oh, Oh no, oh no, I I totally understand. Okay. Um okay, bye. And then she leaves. She hangs up and she's like Todd is dating Raquel again because Raquel's friends noticed Barbie and her friends shopping and so Raquel gave Todd a phone call and told him to tell Barbie. <laughs> yeah, and Raquel comes up and she's like, "Oh, did he not tell you we got back together last night? He really should have called you." And I'm like, "Yeah, he should have." Yeah, Todd, you should have called her. So, Todd calls Barbie and breaks up with her, but not really because they weren't really dating. They were just going to go to the fall, fall formal together. Right. So he bails on the dance with her. And Raquel is all like, "Oh, you don't mind if I butt in right in front of it, right when she was going to check out?" And she's like, "Cuz you don't really need that anymore, right?" And they pick on her and then they buy their stuff and then they leave. And Stephanie, who's the shop assistant, she's all like, well, I guess I don't need the dress anymore. Sorry. And they turn to leave. And she's like, wait, if you leave all sad and mopey, then people are going to think my store is not a fun place to shop and they aren't going to come in. So she's all like, these just came in and they're some funky little charm bracelets. And I always like in my brain, I'm like, yeah, they're magical. They're not. <laughs> they're just, she just gets super attached. So they each choose. Okay. No, Barbie's bracelet is definitely magic. What? Yeah, like it does things on the movie. Like, okay. Like there butterfly an... effect things. Yes, specifically butterfly effect things. Like the one ring it wants to be with Barbie, very specifically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think you could argue that it doesn't. it's not necessarily magic. It's not necessarily magic. The and evidence, can though, be ex- is there, I feel. But it can be excused as happenstance. Okay, but also this woman is a witch and disappears. She probably just got off of her shift. Are you talking- No. Oh, like the store closes? The store doesn't close. She goes back later and the lady's like, uh, there's never been a woman with under that name who worked here. Yeah. Also, she gives Barb- Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Her name is Stephanie. Uh- who is she voiced by? Hold up. Uh, Heather Dirksen. This was one of her very first acting roles. Uh, and she's Princess Leia in Lego Star Wars. Oh, and lovely. She pulls out the box of bracelets. She takes out one of the bracelets and puts the bracelet with the butterfly on it on the thing. Very specifically. It wasn't there before. Oh. Barbie picks up that bracelet and she's like, oh, that one just so happens to come with a diary. And it's like, see, she's already giving them free bracelets. This is so contrived and dumb that there's no way that it's not on purpose. Yeah. 
because they're all like they each pick up a bracelet and they're like well how much are they and she's like it's a gift and barbie's like oh no no and she's like please i've been where you've been that makes us sisters (laughs) oh also when raquel walks away she's like i think the word i'm looking for is bitch i say that she doesn't say that she says ew but i heard it she she rags on raquel they love that anyways she's a fairy or a witch and she gives barbie a gift to help her turn her life around i feel very firmly about this yeah um maybe that is her sister from an alternate dimension (laughs) oh so also i'd like to mention that this movie is called the barbie diaries um she's gonna write in the diary for the rest of the movie it's like a whole thing thing. it's it's super not important to the plot though like i know it's a magic bracelet and a magic diary and all that stuff it's it doesn't matter like i guess barbie has an emotional arc that has to do with it Mm -hmm. but like barely yeah she just writes in a diary and it doesn't really matter yeah and she was already narrating before this happened yeah so like it doesn't really whatever man so she's like humiliated the next day but you know she feels upset and everything but she okay. has a bracelet people and a new at diary. school are legitimately laughing at her because some dude blew her off for the dance and it's like don't you guys have lives yeah apparently not so she's writing in her diary and talking about things and then she drops her bracelet and she keeps it's like this whole montage because she keeps trying to grab it but then somebody kicks it and then it gets on somebody's backpack strap and then it falls and then a door opens and slides it across the floor and it's a whole thing a lot of barbie movies have butterfly themes this has the the bracelet and the diary of butterflies on them very yeah. very they butterfly represent the butterfly effect. vibes once we get to the superhero one we can really start talking about that also uh charlotte pointed out that if you really want to get made fun of in school you should write in your diary in the middle of school which will which she knows from experience will definitely get people to make fun of you oh no did she write in her diary at school charlotte keeps a real diary can you even believe what she does yeah i want to read her diary right hers is color-coded she's got special gel pens for it oh yeah she did get really into like planner stuff and scrapbooking she loves planners she loves she hasn't been scrapbooking recently she wants to get back into it yeah but planners and diaries she likes them to be nice and organized and (laughs) color-coded she loves that that's adorable she has a whole collection of them good oh we skipped over the classroom scene oh did we yes because in class a couple of things happen which will come back which is that courtney gets in trouble for applying lip gloss and Barbie gets a 97 on a really hard test, and the teacher announces it in front of the entire class. <laughs> and and then everyone makes fun of her. And I think, okay, at this point, Barbie's uh, mental, like her dissociative episodes become gray instead of pink because they're all bad things. Yeah, so it's pink if it's good and it's gray if it's bad. Mm-hmm. But no, that doesn't happen yet. Because with the bracelet, she... No, I have, I have very specific notes. This I'm is on the wiki yet. Huh. I don't trust Wikipedia. I took better notes than Wikipedia. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, also, Barbie gets a 97 and they're like, you ruined the curve. And it's like, Tia's in this class. She didn't get a good grade. She's right? the intellectual one. 
Yeah, she probably got a hundred. Why are you making fun of Barbie? Yeah, what? What's she's just good at what science. Yeah, so her friend gets in trouble for using lip gloss. Her bracelet gets knocked around. It falls off a backpack. It like goes through the halls. We get some exciting music while she's chasing after it, mm-hmm. and then it lands right in front of a poster, which is for um, being the band for the fall formal. It's fall formal band auditions. So she signs up her band, Charms, that she's in, that they keep failing to practice for. And she's all like, I signed us up for a band. And they're like, no, why, why would you sign us up for a competition to be the band? We don't. We can play like one song, maybe. And then she's talking to Kevin. She, she's like, all Raquel cares about is being popular. She doesn't care about the news. She doesn't really care about what's actually happening. You would skip to a totally different... I'm following the wiki. I didn't take notes because I'm okay, yeah. bad boy. So because uh, her friends do agree to play the fall formal because she's like, it'll make me seem fun and exciting. And they're like, um, dude, what about our lives? She's like, well, you get to play drums. And her friend's like, I do like the drums. And then it'll look really cool if you're class president, if you're in a band. Yes. And then they all have... Uh, big group hug and jump as you do when you're girls in a high that's school the good movie. thing about girls that's that's the best thing about girls the the excitable jump hug boys should do excitable jump hugs more often is what i'm saying it's it's really good it's like nothing is more cathartic but anyways kevin walks in and he's like girl hug i came in at the same time can i get in on that and they're like kevin you're so nasty why would you say that to us um, <laughs> my notes are not organized at all. They're entirely stream of consciousness. What were you about to talk about? Well, she's talking to Kevin about how she, you know, she needs a good story to be on the news. Okay, so that's what I have here. They're at lunch, and yeah. uh, and she's like, Raquel is there, and she's talking about her next story. She's like, Can you do this research for me, Barbie? Thanks. Raquel has been using the news budget to get free stuff and has no reporter's integrity. No. Um, also, as they're walking away from being mean to her, Reagan is like, cool bracelet, because she can't read the mood. Yeah, I love Reagan. <laughs> Honestly, Reagan and Don are, like, good. They're fine. I feel like, like, they're nasty people, but I feel like they're only nasty because they hang out with Raquel, I and they could just followers. be, like... They absorb it. Yeah, they're just, like, silly girls. Yeah. Who like fun, girly things. And gossip. Yeah. It's like their interests. And I'm like, you know what? That's valid. (laughs) So Barbie is talking to Kevin and she's like, Raquel doesn't care about the news. She just cares about being popular. And Kevin's like, that's not true. She cares about making you feel like dirt. (laughs) (laughs) And, And so from this conversation, she's like, why do popular people act like that? And he's like, ask Raquel. And she's like, oh, what a good idea. I will ask Raquel. So her new plan is to like, like study the populars and what makes them popular and what are they like and why are this, do they feel like a whole other species sort of thing. We have entered a new phase of the movie, which I like to call the Mean Girls Geek Charming portion. It's it's Mean Girls mixed with Geek Charming. Did you ever watch Geek Charming? Yes, it's good. It's pretty good. It's cute. I love them, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I got less attached to them, but it's fine. <laughs> Uh, during my rewatch, this is where Charlotte ducked out because she was like, yeah, the rest of this movie makes me uncomfortable. Oh, no. (laughs) It's true. So Kevin lets Barbie borrow her camera and Courtney and Tia are like, hey, boy, you're looking at Barbie 
<laughs> like she looks at Todd. I don't think they say that, but he's all like, yeah, um, <laughs> like like Barbie walks. So they they were practicing for their band yeah. audition, and Barbie walks off to get snacks while Kevin is there, and Kevin's like watching after her at like some music plays and Courtney and Tia are like eyes emoji did you always like her <laughs> Courtney and Tia are like hey you should tell Barbie about your obvious crush on her and he's like I can't do that she likes Todd and we're like friends yeah and he's like and I don't want to ruin that and Courtney's like but I want you to <laughs> <laughs> he's like you're cooler than Todd <laughs> And then Barbie comes back with, like, cookies that her mom made them. And Kevin's like, mm, this is such a good cookie. And it's, like, such so weird. I don't like it. Why did it. he do that? So. I don't know why he's so weird about her cookie. Tia and Courtney witness Todd and Raquel having an argument. And they're like, oh, things aren't looking so hot in popular world. Because they're like, yeah, he got back with her and now they're immediately fighting again. It's, like, not a big scene or anything. Mm -hmm. um, but then Barbie's like, Hey, Tia, Courtney, look at this thing I made. And they're like, it's a highlighter. Cool. And she's like, no, it's better than a highlighter. And she opens it. Oh. And I'm like, it's a highlighter. That comes from her diary because she's working on her homework. Oh, yeah. And she can't find a highlighter. And then her bracelet falls in her bag or something. And it's on her lip gloss. And so she decides to use her lip gloss as highlighter. Oh. And then she's like, but what if... My lip gloss, my highlighter was a lip Please gloss. Please don't use lip gloss as a highlighter. It's sticky. Yeah, that would be nasty. And then your notes are all sticky. Oh, Barbie also tries to talk to Reagan and Don, and they, she like almost talks to them, but she doesn't manage to ask them about Raquel. interviews. Yeah. So now she has lip gloss that's a highlighter. It looks like a highlighter. And yeah, it's actually and she lip gives gloss. it to Courtney, and it totally works. And Reagan and Don notice. Yeah, and so they're like. We too would like those things, <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, okay, I can, I can hook you up." Also, at this point, Barbie is at her locker, and she gets a special note. It's a secret admirer. She opens it up, and a letter falls out. And she's like, "What? I have uh, recreated the poem in its entirety here." Oh, have you? Okay, please read for it for your re listening pleasure. Your eyes are blue. Your smile is charming. Your hair is shiny. Your laugh disarming. I won't say who I am. Don't want to be too scary. But maybe you'll see me in the library. Boy, he can't write. Son, son, this sucks so bad. Can you imagine if you got that? Wouldn't you be like, hmm, time to throw this in the trash and pretend it never existed. Disgusting. Anyways, uh, Courtney and Tia share a look. When yeah. she reads it. Because they know they it's from Kevin. They know it's from Kevin. And she's all like, oh, it's from Todd. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, all the places he said you might see me, she sees him. She sees Todd. And she's like, oh, wow, he still loves me. Or whatever. <laughs> she's like, maybe he regrets getting back together with Raquel. Yes. Maybe he's going to dump Raquel. And it's like, Barbie, honey. Yeah, so uh, Reagan and Don are like, hey, Barbie, you know, you should make us those highlighters. And also, do you want to hang out? Barbie agrees, and she's like, well, it's just to study, so, you know, we can hang out. And then Kevin asks her later about her secret admirer, and she's like, yeah, it's Todd. And Kevin's like, oh, cool. He's like, so I heard you got a note, and she's like, yeah, but, you know, it's probably nothing. It's, uh, romantic and exciting things like that don't happen to me. And he's like, oh, you think it's romantic and exciting? 
Oh, and then Todd walks up and he's like super curt with Todd. He's like, Todd, you disgust me. It's Todd also disgusts me. It's valid. It's very valid of him to be like, Todd disgusts me. And then he will Todd walks off and he's like, I don't know why you even talk to that guy. He's a disgusting human and he doesn't deserve you. And she's like, "Uh, yeah, sure. And he's like, (laughs) you're not paying attention to me at all, are you? And she's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, It's so painful. So Barbie goes over to Reagan's house and she's like, and they're chatting about like, he said he thought you were cute. Yeah. No, he did not. Yeah. Um, Because they're they're just gossip girls. They just want to gossip and chat. I like them. They're valid. Um, So uh, Barbie is like, hey, I wanted to ask you guys something. And they're both looking at her. And then she remembers that Kevin said that she should compliment them. And she's like, you guys always dress so cute. And they're like, thanks. (laughs) And then she's like, I'm doing a news story on popular people. And you're like the most popular girls in school. So I was wondering if I could interview you. And they're like, we would love that so much. And Dawn's like, but what about Raquel? And Reagan's like, no, don't tell Raquel because she would hog the whole interview. (laughs) Also, you were dating Todd, kind of. Did Todd tell you anything nasty about Raquel? We want to know. And Barbie's like, uh, no. And she's like, mm, pity. So she makes them the highlighter lip glosses, and also she starts hanging out with them. So now everyone in school wants a highlighter lip gloss. So Bobby, Barbie is, like, popular in the sort of way that uh, drug dealers are popular. <laughs> you have to like your drug dealer in case he cuts you off. Uh-huh. But also she's been hanging out with Don and Raquel a lot. So that gives her a little bit of, like... Yeah. She's got cred now. Yeah. Also, Raquel's like, can you not hang out with the girl who tried to steal my boyfriend? And Reagan's like, you guys were broken up. And then they just like totally blow her off. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Raquel starts to get revenge by really running Barbie ragged as her assistant. But Barbie's like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, I can handle this. So then Barbie and Tia and Courtney do their audition for the fall formal. But when they come out, they get intercepted by some teachers because now they are in trouble. Um, The hider lip gloss thing has come back to bite them all in the butt. And the principal is like, you specifically engineered a tool designed to help students break school rules. We ain't having that. Barbie tries to take the rap for it. She's like, it was all me. You can't blame them. And he's like, that's not how I heard it. And then Raquel walks by and blows them a little kiss outside the window. All snarky-like. Yeah. So Ra- Raquel has blamed them all. And also ruined this whole thing for the entire student body. Like, now they're going to be looking at highlighters so closely. I Yeah. Nobody can do this now. And I'm amazed it didn't, like, ruin her. Because yeah. sometimes that happens. They're like, but she was breaking the rules. And they're like, yeah. And we were all benefiting from it. Thanks, mm-hmm. Raquel. <laughs> Um, so now they have, uh, dishes duty during lunch. Yeah. And, uh, Barbie's friends are like, Barbie is like, wow, just another way that Raquel tries to ruin my life. And her friends are like, hmm, I wanted to do a student council campaigning during lunch, but now I'm here instead. Yeah, (laughs) thanks. Our lives are also being ruined. Because of you, because you're a selfish person. And she's like, guys, I'm sorry. I know. 
and how can I make it up to you? And then uh, she gets splattered in the face with Sloppy Joe, and Courtney's like, I feel better. And then they have a food bite. <laughs> Which they should definitely get in more trouble for, but it's fine. Yeah, like, it drives me so insane. Like, I can't just enjoy this, like, scene of levity because they're letting the dishes pile up. And also, they're wearing aprons, but they're clearly getting their actual clothes dirty. And they don't have stuff to change into, so, I don't think. Did we mention that they did the audition as yeah. terms? And they got in, and it's... Yeah, they announce over the PA during the food fight. Yeah, that, that Charms will be performing at the full formal. And they're like, oh, we did it! And I was impressed that they only got... Like, Dish Duty, like, it kind of would flow that they would get, like, banned from being right. the band in, like, a teen movie, but it's fine. And Barbie's all like, it's because my diary is super lucky. Yeah. And she's I like, wrote about things that I went in my diary, and, and then, they, then came they came true. true. Which is not, like, you... Uh, I yeah. think the diary thing is really dumb. It's I, clearly just the bracelet. Yeah, so then she goes back to the store to talk to Stephanie about it, but the store associate there is just all like, I've never met a... Stephanie before, but she looks strikingly similar to Stephanie, right. however much older. Um, she's like, I'm the only girl who works here, so... Yeah. But if you figure out where you got the bracelet, uh, tell me, because I could use some magic in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you're valid? Yeah, so what's up with that? We never go back there, or deal with that. Yeah, that I'm was like... it. Stephanie was a fairy, and now she's gone. Was a fairy and also, like, took that girl's appearance. <laughs> then she's helping... We're back Kevin at school. Kevin is helping what? Barbie edit her piece for oh. uh, the school news. Yeah. She's helping her edit the footage of Don and Reagan. And he's like, um, should I use this uh, Don telling some girl her dress looks like a potato sack? Or... <laughs> and Barbie's like... But that's boring. Also, she's like just totally ignoring him because she's preoccupied with thinking that stuff is magic and she's like do you think i'm crazy and he's like yep <laughs> this is why we like kevin yeah but she's like yeah all this footage we have is boring and he's like what i was working hard on that but she's like everyone knows that don and reagan are catty in vain it's not news <laughs> we have to get the real stuff kevin and he's like okay <laughs> So what she's saying is the real stuff is stuff like them digging on for dirt on Raquel, mm -hmm. like just talking bad about your friends, which means that you don't have any real friends at all. So she's going to like go for the hard hitting truth about popularity, which is that it sucks. But she's like, I don't know how to get them to really open up to me. But then she goes to her locker and she has another note. And she's like, if Todd is sending me secret love letters, that is good gossip, and they will be super into that. Yeah. And uh, Courtney and Tira are like, are you sure those are from Todd? Yeah. She's like, they have to be. Who else would he be from? And also, <laughs> if he's with a girl and he's messaging me, that's really scandalous. Right, exactly. And they're like, mm. So Barbie is like, I've been getting secret like love notes, and I think they're from Todd. And Reagan's like, we have to tell Don immediately. Yeah. Let's go. Because Dawn is out on the popular lawn. She's like, let's go right now. And she's like, what are you waiting for, Barbie? Let's come. Let's go. But come on. At this same moment, Tia is having her student president rally something. I don't yeah. And she was all like going to help her with the stu uh, she was putting up flyers and they were going to help her with the rally at lunch. 
but now she's gonna go have lunch on the squ- on the quad <laughs> on the lawn yeah and and Tia's like I can't believe you're blowing me off but she's like I have to bye yeah she's like what if I never get another chance and she's like cool whatever um Tia and Courtney realize that she would rather be popular than help them out with things anymore because she she blows them off more in the future too yeah and they're like I think she just likes being popular and Kevin's like no 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 it's all an act Barbie's cool Mm -hmm. Barbie's cool we're getting the great footage like don't worry about it once this is done it'll be all over and she'll be back to normal so now Todd believes in her Todd just he should her so now that they're like gonna perform for the fall formal they need to practice a lot, but at but their Barbie practice, is super she, in with Courtney and T, with oh Reagan gosh. and Dawn. Yes, so she's like she's hanging out with them for like realsies now, and she's gossiping with them about, about each the other, other one behind their backs. Um, we we get her on the phone while they're supposed to be practicing for band, yeah. and she's like, "Yeah, she told me she secretly thinks you're disgusting because you chew with your mouth open." Yeah, how dare she? Yeah, <laughs> it's like Barbie, honey. It's oh. And Courtney and Tia are like, you, you signed us up to play we the full formal. We we don't care about your story or being popular or whatever. You have to work with us. We are trying to do a thing. Yeah. She's like, okay, we will. And then she keeps texting. Yeah. So we jump to Barbie and Reagan and Don on the lawn. And uh, Reagan and Don are like, hey, you should go talk to Todd. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, you look really hot and stuff, and we're also bored. They specifically say, "Go talk to him." We're bored. Yeah, go <laughs> like talk they to just want to create drama. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're cute. Like they're bad people, but like in a cute way. <laughs> like and I feel like way. they could be nice. Yeah. Um, also, she thinks that she lost her bracelet, but it's just under her sleeve. But she has like a panic attack, and they're like, "You good?" And she's like, "I have a magic bracelet. I can't lose it. It's really important." Yeah, and they're she's like, weird uh, "You're weird about the bracelet," and I'm like, "Girl." <laughs> <laughs> they also tell Barbie that she's more fun to hang out with and has better hair than Raquel. Yeah, so you know she's been doing this whole undercover study on the populars, and she shows it to her teacher, Mr. Wexler. And he's all like, this is incredible. You should be the anchor for it on Friday night. And I'm, I'm going like, to give you an hour to air your weird thing on pop. Like, it's okay, weird to during me. that scene, they're watching it from home when she's actually supposed to be live on air. Yeah. Like, their school news network is not for the school. They air it on TV? Yeah. Well, what? in uh, Princess Diaries, uh, her friend, Mia's friend. She has like a radio show. But that's... It's like a TV show. Is it? Okay. Yeah, because she has someone doing magic tricks. Okay. You can't do I that. I guess. Is this what rich people school does do? Maybe. Do so I'm thinking it's have TV like... TV stations? Yeah. I don't know. You know, it doesn't reach a, like a lot of people, but it's probably an actual like student study thing. Instead of being for the school, it's like an actual news thing put out by the school. Okay. I guess. I don't know. It's weird. It doesn't make sense to me. So, so Mr. Wexler's like, I love this, and we're going to air your promo as a teaser today. Yeah. And then, so later, she, her friends are like, nice, we're like done with all of your research stuff, we're so happy, don't hang out with those nasty girls anymore. <laughs> and then those nasty girls are all like, oh, you were just using us, you're a jerk. Yeah, they show up, okay, like, um, 
Reagan specifically says that uh, she is vicious, evil, and horrible, which she definitely deserves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, like, here's Reagan's great line. So you wanted to show how terrible populars are for pretending to be friends with people when they're all they're really doing is gathering dirt. Why does that sound familiar? Like, Barbie, you nasty. Yeah. Like, I know that you're going for a hard-hitting expose on the truth, but really, you're just you're just videotaping people and cutting out all the things of them that make them look bad. And she's like, well, but your faces are blurred out. And it's they're like, okay, everyone knows it's us. Right, but also, I'm not sure when this happens, but when she's hanging out with um Don and what's her name Reagan, Don and Reagan, uh, they're all like, "What about your other friends? Do they do anything weird?" And she like tells them about the numbering pants thing, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, she like she probably just doesn't wash her clothes, right?" And she's like, "Because no. if she was wearing her jeans, then they should be in the wash." So. Obviously, she doesn't wash her clothes. Uh-huh. We I'm have like, to tell everyone. Do you wash your clothes every day? So then, you know, uh, her friends are mad at her for that, too. Right. Kevin shows them that clip, and Tia gets, like, rightfully mad that Barbie yeah. was talking about her. And Kevin's like, no, like, this is a good clip. We need it. And it's like, Kevin, do you have common sense? Yeah. You and Barbie, there's something wrong with y'all. He's. I think he's just trying to support Barbie so hard that he, like, ignores the problematicness of it all. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Reagan and Dawn and Raquel start, like, full-on bullying Barbie. They are, like, putting mustard in her shoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, Dawn and Reagan let slip the Todd thing, the, the love notes. And yeah. Raquel's like, she did not. And they... Or, like, yeah, she said she had, like, a bracelet that made her lucky or something. So now she's going to steal Barbie's bracelet. And Dawn is like, but stealing is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I love Dawn. I know. Like, Reagan's honestly the one who's more interested in gossip and stuff. And Dawn's just along for the ride. Yeah. And, yeah. (laughs) She's cute. She's adorable. She's also, like, a character archetype. She's, like, the airheaded mean girl who's not super mean. She's just kind of there. And yeah. she's like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> and they're like, read the room. Uh, Ray and I started watching teen... Teenage Bounty Hunters. Teenage Bounty Hunters, or Teen Bounty Hunters. Gosh, it's so fun. And there's a mean girl group with a guy and two girls, and it's, like, the mean girl. They go to, like, a Catholic private school. It's hilarious. <laughs> Um, and one of the girls is just like super airheaded and the other's the actual mean girl and the guy's just there for the drama of it all I think but the <laughs> one girl uh, you know the main character is like bye have a blessed day and she's like oh bye have a blessed day and they're like read the room <laughs> and it's it's a character archetype that's used for like humorous effect of like she's not really mean she's just there as their friend I don't know I just it's like a they're character delightful. type I love they're they're just they are just vibing. They are. I am just I am just vibing, bro. <laughs> so yeah. So now Barbie's bracelet is gone and she is having a full on meltdown and now her friends are yelling at her because of her nasty, nasty. Yeah, they video. find out that she spread gossip and rumors about them too. Right. Cause he shows them he, he shows them the fold film. And that's when she's like, You told them about my jeans? And she's trying to explain herself, but they don't want to hear it. And they're like we don't want to be your friend and we don't want to do the fall formal because you suck. 
Yeah. And we're going to play sucks. without you because you, you we just don't like you anymore. You you just like yeah. deal with your stuff. They're like we'd rather play without you and without a singer than do any have anything to do with you. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oof, wow." But when she does her story, they she's decide to it watch it anyways. Up. She's introducing it and stuff and then she's like, "Mm." She's like, so I did this and I wanted to do like research and learn about the populars, but I actually learned about myself instead. <laughs> it actually doesn't matter what the populars do or say. It matters what you do with yeah. your own life. So like be a good person. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to show this thing because right? it's nasty. I thought it would have been more interesting if she would have been like, popular people are just like us. There's a lot more nuance than that because they feel like they have to put on more of a show than we do. Because they are in the spotlight, blah, but blah, But anyone blah. can end up acting like this. Yeah, that would that would be good. She's like, because I did that, and then I gossiped about my friends. Because I felt I felt pressured to, and I think they're pressured to. But she didn't do that. She was just like, I'm not going to do this story at all. Where she could have made the populars seem, like, more human. Mm-hmm. She didn't. I don't know. She could have, though. And Why? so then she... Uh... Is like, yeah, so I have an hour of news time, so here's Kevin's short films about paperclips. That he made all summer. Have fun. And then she apologizes to her friends, and they forgive her. (laughs) And then they're all like, okay, let's all do the fall formal together as our band charms. But uh, she's real sad, because, so her friends even went and bought her the dress. Like, yeah, that must be expensive. They're such good friends. Um, But she still doesn't have her bracelet, and she's still upset about it. And she's telling Kevin, like, I don't, like, the news story was just me doing what was expected of me normally, but I don't think I can go on stage without my bracelet. And Kevin's like, okay, I got you. And he takes her broken guitar string and he, like, twists it and makes a little bracelet and puts it on her. And she's like, what's this? And he's like- To be fair, guitar strings really curl up once you take them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. And he says, it's magic. It tells you that you're a beautiful, confident, funny, awesome guitar player who's going to kick butt at the show tonight. And she's like, Kevin, that's stupid. It's just a piece of metal. And then she's like, oh, that means my thing was stupid too. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, but it's special because I gave it to you, right? (laughs) (laughs) And, And then she's like, I, I get your point here. I, I get you're saying that I was already all those things. And he's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> and she's also, like, I'm and I'm going to rock. He doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they go and they perform. They take a limo. Kevin got them a limo. He did. He went with all his little girlfriends. Yeah. Little gal pals. I love them. They're all like, Kevin, you got us a limo? And he's like, yeah, we got to go in style. You're playing. You're, you're rock stars now. So you have to <laughs> play the part. So they they start driving the limo and it zooms in on one of the limo's tires spinning and it turns into a disco ball and that's our transition to the dance. Yeah. Which I have always very specifically remembered and I don't know why. Like that mm-hmm. visual is like what I associate with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they are the band for the thing, but they don't play the whole time. They right. Must, it must have been just like another chance to give the students like a chance to perform. So they probably do like three songs or something as a live band and then they just have like a DJ or something. I would also like to mention that the the animation in this movie is not the best and no. that this the the dance like the lighting and stuff. Oof. You, you know in Red versus Blue the yeah. In in season 14 when they were doing the anthology and you got those nice Locus and Felix backstory episodes. <gasps> yeah. That's that's some good 
locust backstory. It's great. But um, the, they're, they're at this club and there's like all these people dancing and it's like this movie is like that level of animation. Yeah. It's like just like janky computer models just kind of moving. But also I loved them. Because it was kind of like a telltale game also, like that style of animation. Yeah, with the shading. Which I love. (laughs) Okay, that season was the best. I do like season 14. Season 14 is so good. Anyways, moving on. Um, Um, Raquel comes to confront Barbie and she's literally wearing her bracelet. And she's like, that's mine. She's like, you can't prove that. I just bought it today. Okay, so with this sequence, I really... Because when the store lady gives them to her, she's like... These are all 100% unique because of yeah. the special charms on them. And so no, no two are ever going to be the same. Mm-hmm. And so I really feel like that should come up here where she's like, no, that one's clearly mine. Everyone knows what it... Like, you can't say that you just bought that because they're all 100% unique, but no one says that. Yeah. But I feel like they should. They really... There were a lot of things they should have said in this <laughs> movie that would have made it a lot more deep and they would have followed through with other plot points they just dropped. But yeah. it's fine. Like, the movie is not poorly put together. No. But it kind of feels like, yeah, they have some things that don't really go anywhere. Flat. And, like, the the highlighter lip gloss thing is such a short segment of the film that it feels like you could just take it out. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't... It adds to some other stuff, but it's not a good arc on its own. No. It doesn't even add that much. Yeah. They could so, have had those conversations <laughs> other places. So It um, did get her in with the populars, though. Right. And that's, I don't know. That's something. Uh, Raquel walks off, and Courtney, like, tries to go after her, but Barbie has to grab her wrist. Like, Courtney about to start a fight in this dance. Yeah, and she's like, Todd, let's go. And he's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so they, they go on stage, and, and everybody's gossiping about them. So Tia has to, like, make an announcement, like, I do wash my clothes, which is the most embarrassing thing in this entire film. Yeah, she's like, I number them, though. That's a thing I do. You're right. But that's the kind of attention to detail you want in a class president. Yeah. And it's good. Everybody cheers because that wasn't an embarrassing thing to have to say. Apparently. Um, and, and Barbie's like, next time you hear some juicy gossip about somebody else, note to self, so what? And then they play note to self, which slaps It does slap. So the hard. song is very good. Note to self, be the dog, call the mom, write a song, and <laughs> rule the world by noon. Yeah. Um, and so, so during the song, the bracelet magically frees itself from Raquel through shenanigans as it does. Mm-hmm. And uh, also she gets punch spilled on her and she's like, Todd, we're leaving. And he's like, uh, yeah, have fun. Bye. Yeah. And he stays there and watches Barbie perform. And Kevin ends up picking up the bracelet. <gasps> yeah. And Courtney catches her drumstick. She's been trying to do that. Yeah. All, she does all this movie, and she finally little gets drum thing and then throws it in the air and then catches it. She's like, yes, I'm proud of her. Yeah. That, that was her character development. And it was amazing. <laughs> and... Um, uh, and they finish the song, and Barbie's like, vote for Tia. And they they sang so good. They did such a, a good job that everyone likes them now. Yeah. They are no longer the subject of gossip. Because... Yeah, or ridicule. <laughs> and then she Sometimes you just gotta be really good at music, and then everyone loves you. It's true. I've seen it. <laughs> Once in uh, my Shakespeare class in high school, um, for the final, you could pretty much do anything. So, like, this one girl painted some pictures. It was the same girl that we had in college in our... Astronomy. Astronomy class that painted the pictures. Oh. She did a similar thing in that. 
I love her. I She's didn't, so nice. like, I, I was just thinking that, like, that's, like, the same thing as we had to do in our astronomy class. Yeah, right? And then... Yeah, no, I went to high school with her also. Wild. Um, yeah, and I didn't go to high school with a lot of people that we went to college with. Mm-hmm. But there were a few of them. Anyways, for the final, I wrote a song about... What was that one? King Lear? No. It's the one with all of the cannibalism. And uh, The Merchant of Venice? No. Okay. I also read that one. But no, they like cut out that one girl's tongue. Oh, no. And it might be King Lear. It's King somebody. It It's like his one of his first... Uh, tragedies or something Mm. so it's not well done (laughs) it's really all over the place and it's just a lot of like shock you're gonna roast shakespeare like this yes i am (laughs) listen i have done a lot of shakespeare in my time actually like i took a weird shakespeare class in middle school randomly and then i read a lot of shakespeare in different various uh high school classes i've read romeo and juliet like three times Mm. It's fine. Yeah, I don't even know anything about Shakespeare, but I know a lot I do of things roast. about Shakespeare. I can tell you them. Not as much as I used to. But anyways, I took a Shakespeare class and then I, I... do think that they were supremely stupid in the end of Romeo and Juliet, but God, no, just... we don't have time to get into that. That's a whole other thing. Um they anyways, did such a bad job. They do. It's not ugh. Romeo and Juliet is not my favorite. Like if one person had been less stupid this wouldn't have happened. One person. Mercutio, Benvolio, anyone. The f- stupid friar? What a bad plan, Mr. Friar. Friar, you dumb bitch. Like, she could have just left. Yeah. God. Yeah. Anyways. Um... She was like 14. And he was like 17. And it was a bad deal. Anyways, <laughs> so I wrote a little song on my little ukulele. I just hung out in the basement, like, for a couple of hours. And I wrote a little song, As You Do. And... This other kid who was really good at bass, mm. uh, like he played cello or bass in orchestra, like a stand- upright bass. Mm. And then he brought his little guitar bass thing and he did a little song and I was like, oh no, I know you're good at orchestra. And then it was not very good. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> at least I've got Q factor on my side. Nope. I was not cute in high school. It's It was a thing. You're... <sighs> I was gross. You were extremely cute. No. I was a nerdy... Like teenager, it's I know fine. that you don't think your long hair was valid, but your long, My long hair, hair was, extremely was not valid, valid, and it was frizzy and nasty. It was curly and cute, and like you had so much length and so much volume. Like, oh my it was gosh, very heavy. It took like hours to dry, literally all day. It, you have long, thick hair. It takes all day to dry, and I you, could, I. Uh, but it was cute. But, like, everyone likes it when you have long, thick hair. They're like, can I touch it? Yeah, and you're like, no. You cannot. <laughs> so I'm saying that even if you didn't like it, probably everyone else did. I could have long hair, but I didn't have bangs, and it was bad for my face shape. Oh. I think, personally. <laughs> Anyways, so I played my little song, and it was the last day of high school, and it was the last final of that cl- of my year or whatever. And then I did my little song, and everyone was like, whoa, and they clapped. And then afterwards, uh, this one girl who was Sequoia's girlfriend, I found out later, she was just like, you waited until the last day of school to let everyone know you could sing? And I was like, uh, yeah. And then I never saw any of those losers again. You played yourself out? Yeah, I did, actually. And then Ray and I did the same thing in college in our astronomy 
for our final in that class. It wasn't the last day of high school. And, it was like freshman year. And the people in that class was like, oh, are you guys music majors? And we were like, no. And Ray was like, no, I'm a sociology major. And I was like, I'm an art major, kind of. <laughs> and they were like, oh, okay. But we had told our teacher, we're like, yeah, we're going to each write some songs. We were going to do three, but then we slacked and only did two each. Yeah. But they were both very good astronomy songs. They, You know, they're just cute. And my uh -huh. favorite thing is we performed them, and then our teacher was like, you wrote, like, actual songs. <laughs> she was like, I was not expecting this. Because <laughs> I think she thought we were going to do, like, cutesy little children's songs and, like, maybe change the words or something. Yeah, like, we were, some like, people did, like, a rap thing where they changed the words, you know. Yeah. That one girl did some very pretty art of, like, a black star, a black hole, and then, like, a galaxy, and then she, like, told, like, facts about them. It was very nice. <laughs> and then we, I did, wrote a song on Pluto, and I wrote a song on something else, and our teacher was like, those were nice, and we're like, yeah, we don't half-ass things. <laughs> if I'm gonna write a song, I'm gonna write a little song. Yeah, we wrote some real little songs. Anyways, so she dances with Todd. <laughs> okay. Barbie okay, time. okay, okay. So we end the concert and everyone's like, wow, you guys are so good. Like, yeah. wow. And uh, we, then we didn't Courtney, and cool. Tia, <laughs> Courtney and Tia corner Kevin and they're like, you have to tell her. And he's like, what if I didn't? And Courtney's like, then I'll tell her. It's happening. It's happening today. It needs to happen. If you don't make this happen, we will make this happen. And it's like, guys, leave him alone. Right? But she dances but... with Todd and she brings up the notes. And he's like, what? What are you What are you talking about? What notes? I didn't write you any notes. And then, and then she, she realizes... has another dissociative episode. And she's like, oh. I saw Kevin in all of those places. Also, I studied with him in the library. And I saw him at lunch. Because I'm just always hanging out with Kevin. It's like yeah. our thing. It's because they're best friends. <laughs> So then, and then she, she leaves, and Todd's like, "We were dancing." Yeah, he's like, he's so, so sad. But also, he only I think danced with her because she was cool again, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Todd's nasty boy. I don't know if he realizes he's nasty boy, but he's nasty boy. Yeah, subconscious nasty boy. <laughs> um, oh, so we go back to uh, Tia and Courtney, and Tia's telling Reagan and Don about her genes. And, and they're like, like oh, that's oh, such a good idea. I get it now. Yeah, she like actually explains it in depth. And she, they're like, oh, we both understand now. That's a really <laughs> I, good idea. I will idea. also start numbering my jeans and my underwear for some reason. Like, it, who cares? No one's going to see if you wear the same undies on Friday and Monday. Yeah. Reagan, I don't understand. But anyways. But also, I don't understand why they're afraid of re-wearing something. Just throw it in your dirty clothes. It's... I don't understand their fear. Her fear was that she would wear the same clothing two days in a row and people would notice, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the idea. So now you know which jeans have been worn. So once they're washed, then you won't wear the same one on Friday and then on Monday when they've already been washed? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Do they do laundry every night? That can't be true. I... I... I don't. I don't know. It just I don't seems really unnecessary. Work. Like, don't you know which jeans you wore? And also, no one notices if you wear the same jeans on Friday and no. Monday. No, nobody I, notices if you wear the same clothes two days in a row. It's it's fine. Some people do, but the majority of people, no. I certainly <laughs> don't notice because I don't look at people when I talk to them. Same. That's the neurodivergence. Heck yeah. Um. So, anyways, 
she goes and dances with Kevin. Kevin is leaving. He's like, not really my scene. Uh, good for you and Todd, though. And Barbie's like, uh, Todd's not really my type. But like, <laughs> Kev- Kevin is very, like, he's so logically you know that he's really sad but he's so good at not acting like it yeah and i really appreciate that about him like like i like characters who are really good at acting in certain ways for the sake of other people's feelings Uh uh-huh like ah it's just that level of overthinking i relate to (laughs) perhaps i don't know i just really appreciate him sometimes yeah but yeah, so he, she dances with him and he gives her the bracelet back yeah. that he picked up off of the floor. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I know that you wrote the notes because no one else would rhyme scary in library. Uh, no one else is that weird. And he's like, you think I'm weird? And she's like, yeah, it's one of the things I love about you. Oh. Ah. So she finally says it back and he's like, oh, okay. <sighs> so they're together now and stuff. And then they... Watch a Z movie and eat some ZD. Yep, they end the movie and they're watching a zombie movie. Is it a zombie movie? Oh, I think so. Maybe. It has to be. I don't be. remember. It's the only word that starts with Z. <laughs> Zebras and zombies and that's about it. And zucchini and ziti. ZT? And he's like, what about zocklet zip cookies? <laughs> and she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, I worked hard on this. Okay, leave me alone. And I like that that's how they end it because it's it's their nothing thing. about their relationship has necessarily changed yeah they're yeah. just maybe dating like now. they still have this really good friendship established mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a good little date for them yeah ah. i really like them they're cute anyways that's that whole movie the ending feels rushed there's like a lot of exposition and then a lot of things happen in the second half of the movie because mm-hmm. it is it's all the falling apart and the things going wrong and the backstabbing and stuff. And it's like, uh. Right. Like, like Barbie getting nasty with Reagan and Dawn is just like a montage. And then we see the results of it, but there's no real build up to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's kind of funky. But it's not super bad. I don't know. No, I feel fine. like the movie flows okay when you're actually watching it. Yeah, no. But like talking about it, we covered the second half a lot faster mm-hmm. than we covered the first half. And I was like, oh, that was that's interesting. <laughs> do we do we want to rate this movie? Oh, okay. Gosh, no, did you... we even do that the last couple times? I, I think so. I don't know. This is like a five for me. Really? That's pretty low. Yeah. It does the thing I hate, which is using uncomfortableness and miscommunication as a plot point. Yes. Okay. I get that. It's personally me, for myself. Yeah. I feel like it's a kind of weak movie. Yes. Because plot, what it's doing is just following teen movie tropes. Yeah. Without so really adding much. It doesn't feel much. very original. And especially because they spent such a long time world building for Fairytopia and Mermaidia. Mm. I'm just like, eh. I still really like this movie. Yeah. For me, I feel like this one works more because they are just doing the teen movie tropes, but they're doing them in a way that is not as awkward as your average teen movie. Yeah. And also, uh, the songs do slap real hard. Thank you, Sky Sweetenham. We didn't even talk about the opening song, which is uh, This Is Me. Oh, also, I would like to mention the, the soundtrack for this film does not have Sky Sweetnam's voice on it. 
it doesn't have this is me at all and the other songs that she does they just have somebody else cover them did they not have like the rights to I her voice i don't know why did they do that anyways i just thought that was interesting that it's just on wikipedia huh that is weird like why would you want the soundtrack to this movie if sky sweetenham isn't on it right that's <laughs> even the point or Seaver, as she is known. God, I love Seaver. That's just a cool name. Yeah, like, what the heck? That's so good. Ugh. That's so valid of her. It is. Anyways, so the music slaps, and I really like some of the characters, and I feel like the editing is interesting, and it is well put together in some regards. Uh-huh. So I would say, but you're right, it's not one of the better films. It doesn't st- I mean, it does stand out because it's different from all the other movies, yeah. but but it doesn't stand out as having something special about it that you would mm-hmm. want. It stands to... out because it's a vastly different format, right? And but so it's they very did a lot of really interesting, it's a vastly different it. format, right? So when people are thinking about Barbie movies, you don't think about Barbie Diaries half the uh-huh. time. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't feel like a classic Barbie movie. Yeah, it feels like an entirely different thing. And it's not a bad movie, but it's not a great movie. Yeah. So I feel like maybe it is just like a six or a seven. Yeah. I I think for you it's higher because it was your favorite movie. Yeah. I just vibed so hard with the... I just wanted to be in a girl garage band. You I just also wanted to be in a garage harder. band. I still want to be in a garage band. <laughs> you also vibe harder with teen movies than I do. Yeah, probably. But yeah, this one doesn't do anything subversive or interesting. So... It's would I give this a seven? I'm not sure. I might have to think about it. What what was the last movie I gave a seven? I need to take notes on these things. Yeah. Oh right. well. <laughs> I forget entirely what my rating system is. Yeah. And I'm like, what did I rate you high or low or <laughs> we've never given anything below a five. No. We will. I'm I am certain of it. <laughs> Alright. At least I think so. So, so we this ta- movie is a strong six for me. Okay. Is probably what it is. I could be convinced to go to a six, but it's like a five, I think, for me. Okay. Cool. I'm just like, yeah, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. I don't know. I just really enjoy the- watching this movie. Yeah. Good. It's a fun movie. Barbie movies are fun, and that's they are why we're doing this. Is because we love talking about it's them. It's because I, I I'm not ready to end the podcast yet, but oh, you're fine. <laughs> but you see, I was just gonna say the line. Oh, it's because they slap. Yeah. It's because Barbie movies slap. You can't that's say all, that. Folks, that's all, folks. Bye. That's how <laughs> the podcast ends. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are we ready to end the podcast? No, I don't do actually have more notes. Ready. What? Do you have any more notes? I think we went through all of my stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, like we were saying, this one's less complicated. Like, sometimes we go off on tangents about, like, symbolism and stuff. There's not really much in this movie. No, they mostly do teen tropes and stuff. Yeah. So we like the editing. We like the cuts. We like Courtney and Tia because they're in love. Yep. Um, we like Kevin and Barbie because they're in love. Yep. Yeah, I think we are pretty much done. You know, we it's we talk- a fun little movie. It is a fun movie, and I think we don't we have less to talk about now because we went over like the director and stuff earlier. Yeah, we did. So maybe we are winding down. Ray and I were talking about vibes earlier. And we want you guys to tell us what kind of vibes we give off. Oh, yeah. Can you tell our voices apart? Are we distinct <laughs> enough as human beings? So we always tell you guys to follow our Twitter, which is at Barbie Slaps. I'd yeah, like to tell Twitter. you guys, if you talk to us on Twitter, I'll be so happy. Please engage with our Twitter. 
Yeah, like we have a few people that talk to us on Twitter. We remember you. We're all we talk if about you. If you tell me anything about our episode, I'm I'm like I'm feral. Yeah. Listen, if you've ever interacted with me, I know you and now you're my friend. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, if you would uh do we do we have anything to ask people to t- tell us like I don't know. You guys could you guys should tell us your favorite Barbie movie. And why it's your favorite Barbie movie. Yeah. Because I think, I always think that's really interesting because I have my favorites and I'm right. But <laughs> I'm interested to know your opinions. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you want to, maybe not favorite. Princess and the Popper what is, is the your... best and that's the facts. Okay. But everyone knows that Princess and the Popper is the best. <laughs> so I, maybe what we want to know is what is your underrated gem? Yeah. What's so, your favorite that other people don't seem to appreciate? Yeah. And why is it your favorite? So at Barbie Slaps on Twitter, tell us about the, the diamond and the rough of Barbie movies. <laughs> of course, Ted, we all know that all Barbie movies slap. All Barbie movies slap. It's a fact. <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ted and that's Ray and we've been your hosts for this wonderful podcast that you for some reason keep listening to. Why are you listening to our Why podcast? Why are you still here? <laughs> We stopped talking about Barbie like two minutes ago and you're still <laughs> listening to us. Interesting. <laughs> but yes, we love you very much and thank you for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Ray. Hey. Hey, Ted. Barbie movies slap. Barbie movies slap. To reiterate, Barbie movies slap. I think Barbie movies kind of slap. They do. <laughs> Is, I, I don't know if it's just me. But I'm pretty no, sure think, that Barbie movies slap. I'm, I'm positive that Barbie movies slap. Okay. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Or day, whenever you're listening to this, I guess. Gosh, this Have is a good the life. longest outro we've ever done. No, we. I'm I'm keeping this entire outro. It's... <laughs> God! <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>